Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Welcome to this extra special rushed out episode of Musicals with Cheese. I am joined as always by my good friend and co-host Andrew Duell. How are you doing, Andrew? Oh, I was doing just great until uh until this came up. My goodness. <laughs> Let we have an announcement for you. Um our a podcast special announcement. <laughs> a special announcement. Um our podcast, which you know you've enjoyed in one part every week, will now be released in half segments every other week. You know, yeah, instead of a mid show, we're just going to cut it there. At the, yeah, we're yeah. Do two. Yeah. You know, just... the first week it's going to be all us talking about it. Then where the mid show is, the episode will just end. And then next week we'll talk about the songs. And if you think about it, you're actually getting more content because even though it's the same amount of content, I mean, it's twice as many episodes. Yeah. Really. Um. So Andrew, Bree and I and all the casting crew pledge to create nothing less than an experience that honors its foundations for all of our fans who've waited for our podcast and to offer a thrilling, fantastical world of dynamic podcasting that invites all those who are unfamiliar. Uh, sent for my cheese phone. <laughs> all right. So... <laughs> Literally about an hour ago, John M. Shu, the director of the upcoming Wicked movie, um, announced that the Wicked movie, which has been in development hell for nearly 20 years, um, no, nearly 20 years, um, is not being released as one film, but two. Andrew, why don't Yay. you just re- read the press release? Or how about I tell the full story? So around, I want to say, 10 a.m. today, John M. Shu tweeted good morning with a green vial and do you remember the green vial in the wicked musical yeah it's it's what the wizard used to date date rape alphaba's mother i i, I you know i you remember know, it. it's musical um and then he, an hour later he says so there's something i have to tell you dot 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 in a very trumpian manner and then special hashtag wicked movie announcement peace sign uh director's clapper witch broom poppies greenheart sent from my oz phone and andrew why don't you just why don't you just tell us what that says oh boy so you just want me to read the uh, release here? Is that? Yeah, yeah. I'm no, no. This is a letter sent from his Oz phone. I don't know what you're talking oh. about. The press release. Right, right. This is the Oz phone sent from Oz phone. All right. Um, I think I'm gonna try to read it as initially how you're supposed to interpret it, which is um, <clears throat> special wicked announcement. Thank you for all the support these past several months in anticipation of the Wicked movie. We have so many exciting things to share, but for now I'm giving you one, or rather two. Here's what What? happened. As we prepared the production over the last year, it became increasingly clear that it would be impossible to wrestle the story of Wicked into a single film without doing some real damage to it. As we tried to cut songs or trim characters, those decisions began to feel like fatal compromises to the source (laughs) material that has entertained us all for so many years. 
So we decided to give ourselves a bigger canvas and make not just one wicked movie, but two. What? <laughs> That's not Morris allowed. <laughs> With more space, we can tell the story of Wicked as it was meant to be told, while bringing even more depth and surprise to the journeys of these beloved characters. Ooh. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, great. Continue, please. <clears throat> Cynthia, Ariana, and I, and all of the cast and crew, pledge to create nothing less than an experience that honors its foundation for all the fans who have waited for this movie, and to offer a thrilling, fantastical world full of dynamic characters that invites in those who are unfamiliar. So get ready, because Wicked is finally coming to you on successive, successive Christmas holidays. <laughs> a full year! A full year, guys. <laughs> Beginning December 2024. Until then, I will be keeping you up to date throughout rehearsals, the shoot, and even editing. Here we go. Hashtag wicked movies. Send for my Oz phone. Send for my Oz phone. <laughs> my Remember God. When they, did, uh, when they did The Hobbit in three parts? Yes, you know, the shortest book of the Tolkien thing in uh, an entire trilogy for no reason. Everyone yeah, loved that. that. That was really good. Everyone really enjoyed that and was very mm -hmm. popular, successful change. So Wicked's a pretty short musical as far as musicals go. Let's be clear. It's like an hour and 40, including intermission. And unlike most musicals, which have the structure of like basically two complete halves, Wicked actually has a three-act structure that suits a movie with very few changes. Did Were we really that afraid to cut the fucking goat song? Really? They didn't have to cut anything. I, I feel like they could have just done all of it. I mean, how long are movies nowadays? Like three hours, four hours? The Batman like was two hours, 52 minutes. People sat through yeah. that. I sat through that. It's like, I don't like that, but obviously it's widely accepted and you can do it. So are we really, and this is my worry. Is this going to be two, three hour movies? <laughs> that That is the question, Andrew. Um, <laughs> so Twitter, how do you think the reaction would be to this? Um, because you've seen Wicked. You know what Wicked is like and how to, what to expect from that, that Overwhelmingly show. negative, although I haven't actually looked. Yeah, uh, Twitter is not happy with this. I was, my <laughs> initial reaction was guttural, like, disgust and what? Why? How? It makes no logistical sense to me in any way aside from, well, this will make money. <laughs> Now, let's talk about the studio producing the Wicked movie. Do you know who it is? I can't say I do. My guess it would is. be like Warner Brothers, but... <laughs> no, 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 sir. Oh, contraire, mon frere. It is Universal Pictures. You know, the studio that brought us such musical hits as Dear Evan Hansen and Cats. <laughs> they just... They don't like musicals, do they? I they, they they're like trying to kill the genre. They're like, if we just make enough bad ones in a row, no one will ever want to watch one of these again. <laughs> maybe but it's they've had the rights to wicked it's basically since it came out because i think universal were co-producers of the original stage show so they had first grabs at the wicked movie and like on the universal backlot tour they've had a poster for wicked like we're gonna do the wicked movie promise one of these days ever since like 2003 so they've been this is a big thing coming they know when this happens it'll make oodles and doodles of money right yeah so they're and just I don't like think what if wrong. we did it twice <laughs> yes 
Um, yeah. Wicked is a very simple story. It's about a girl that, like, gets corrupted-ish by the media and then, you know, is viewed as a villain. There's not much to it. It's a it's a novelty show with some good pop songs. I mean, honestly, the, the reason it's good is that it's so simplistic. It's very easy to get into. Yes, it is a very easy watch. And we liked John M. Chu's other musical from last year, In the Heights. We thought he did a pretty good job with the movie musical there. And when yeah. I heard he was directing Wicked, I'm like, yeah, that works. I I want to say I do not think that this is the director's choice. No. I am absolutely certain. Obviously, the director's not going to come out and be like, this is an awful decision, but I have to do it. <laughs> you know, they have, they have to... Uh... <laughs> They have to do this, you know? <laughs> okay, I'm confused. All right, so can you, let's look at the song list in Wicked. So do you remember most of the songs in Wicked? I'm assuming. I remember a lot of them, but I don't know if I could say most. I mean, Like, Wicked, I feel like it's pretty top-heavy with songs to begin with. Like, So we got No One Warns a Wicked, which opens the show. It's a big, like, yep. every, she's dead and all that. Then we have Dear Old Shiz, which is easily cuttable number. Like, it's just a transition so that the girl that plays Alphaba has time to change into her school outfit. That is why that song is there. It is serving a, a functional use. And that's if you even need to cut it, because, again, this is not even that long. No, it isn't. You don't even have to cut the songs. You honestly okay. could do all of them. You really could. <laughs> Les Mis did all of them, and that movie made a, a good amount of money for, for its budget. Yeah, but yeah, there are songs like you could cut that. If like if you really are like, man, this has to be a short movie, like, okay. <laughs> but even looking at this, The Wizard and I Keep It, I Want Song, What Is This Feeling? Fun song. Something bad, plot song, the kind of boring, change it to dialogue, fine. Dancing Through Life Keep, popular, too iconic, I'm Not That Girl, Need It for the Eponine. Um, One Short Day. Like, what songs are they thinking about cutting? is my question that is so fundamental to the structure of the show because what is his exact words um it became clear that it would be impossible to wrestle the story of wicked in a single film without doing some real damage i i can do i can see a lot of things going without damage being done to be honest cut the wizards two songs even though andrew loves them for some reason i thought they were fun i, I just i don't even see why that's even necessary movies are so fucking long right now <laughs> And people still go to see them. Yeah, it's like the movie, like, I understand why a movie would be longer than a stage show because you can, like, film transitions and stuff that you don't really do on a stage show. And, yeah. But really, how much longer? Like, even if it's an hour longer, it's still, like, shorter than Endgame. <laughs> 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 I, I don't think it would e it would be stretching to even call it an hour longer. So we have to wonder, what are they doing? What do you think they're doing here, Andrew? I know the point that we're making is they're doing this to make money, which, yeah, we, we all see the big red flags there. But let's... What happens in the first act of Wicked? She basically goes with Elphaba to Emerald City, finds out bad things are happening to animals, and then she finds out the wizard's behind it and then takes off. So that can actually reconciles with that. That's it. That's the entirety of Wicked. Yeah, and which I'm... those are not independent stories, really. No. So it's going to really ruin the structure to split these apart. Yes. Now, let's say another musical, which I think would have been benefited for something like this, is Into the Woods. Into the Woods are two complete full stories that would have actually been very effective as two separate films, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. because I could at least understand the argument. In like a typical musical with just two acts that is on the longer side sometimes they are kind of unrelated to different stories or stories that are related to each other but not necessary to tell one after another really uh, you know 
I could see that as a movie being split up. This I can't really. No, it it's because Wicked in its conception feels more like a film in its story narrative. Like you got a very front loaded act one and two and then a really rough third act like that kind of gets you right to the end. Um, which is kind of the problem with Wicked the stage show. And I brought this up in a conversation I had with Emily and Christy that the problem with Wicked as a musical is it doesn't have the structure of a musical. It has a structure of a movie. And now we're turning into a movie and we're turning into a structure of a stage show. What the fuck are we doing here? Well, I mean, the integrity of the show needs it though. And you know, you know what's going to happen too is act one, act one and two, as you're saying, are going yeah. to be the first movie. And then act three is going to be the second movie. Uh, what? That's, <laughs> that's the right? Yes. I mean, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> that's in theory what they're going to do. There's but... absolutely no way they're not going to end the first movie with Defying Gravity. Right. And now the question is, <laughs> are they just going to add a bunch of new shit to Act 2 and make it its own thing where they have a new narrative and they include all the songs? And then Because the one, only part that anyone really likes about Act 2 of Wicked is post-Alphaba meeting up with Fiero and all that. I th maybe they're going to expand out the Wizard of Oz section where they like show. Oh, that might actually be what the fuck they're doing now that I think about it. Holy shit. Now talking yeah, about they but... want to remake the Wizard of Oz and have the Wicked side of it because that is not done in the stage show. You know, you know, that's what they're doing. I don't know that's what they're doing. I would say that is what they're doing if it was by the people that made Wizard of Oz the movie, but how are they going to do it? You can't. They don't have the rights. Let's let's think about this. Um, the Wizard of Oz stories, the actual wonderful Wizard of Oz tales, are in the public domain. Anyone can use them. They cannot reference the MGM film, though. That is Yeah, but when thing. people say remake the Wizard of Oz, they want what? the Wizard of Oz songs. <laughs> but they got the Wicked songs. That's not, the, they're not the same songs. I, I'm just telling you what, I can see this argument. Look, I don't know. I don't like this at all. Because even if it somehow ends up being good, I think it's just a bad precedent. It is. And they've done this before. Like that Harry Potter book that they split into two, which they should not have split into two. Um, and then you end, I think with that one, you ended up with like one movie that was just like padded and boring. And then the other movie was like all of the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> But which side is going to have the good stuff in this one? Probably Act 1. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do you think that Act 1 is just basically going to be the same? Act 1 has too much actual stuff and like popular songs to really change anything, I think. Yeah. I mean, all the big famous ones uh, in Wicked are in Act 1, like popular Dancing Through Life to Find Gravity. You have the ones that people know, like For Good and all that in Act 2 and No Good Deed, but they're not like the heavy hitters. And they've already said, um, Stephen Schwartz, that he's writing new songs for the Wicked movie. That's been said for at least five, six years now. I don't know. The only th opportunity I see here is them implementing the Wizard of Oz story into it and showing the Wicked Witch her side of that, because that is something of a waste opportunity from the stage show that they don't interact, at least from the mind of, say, a person that loves money and Universal. I could see the average moviegoer wanting to see Dorothy that. and the Lion and the Tin Man and all that shit in a more fulfilling space because they don't really even show up at all in the stage show they're just kind of referenced yeah so i imagine that's what i think they're doing and i don't like and then me say me like trying to unpack this is not me saying i like it it's me trying to understand the mindset because up to this point i was just so confused i mean i had that thought that that might be what they go for just i don't think i want to see that <laughs> no 
if you look at the story from like uh you know what actually matters to the story perspective that doesn't add anything at all other than just like remember this yes it'll be the <laughs> avengers endgame of musical theater movies yeah it's just not, like remember wizard of oz way. like yeah i remember wizard of oz cool but they were doing something different. We we should talk about the fact that the Wicked musical is based on a book, which is decidedly a very, very, very different piece, a different beast altogether than the Wicked musical. Well, that's what I was going to ask. Is mm. this? Are they basing this on the book more than the the show? Is that no. what they're saying? No, I do not believe that's what they're doing. Um, other people are suggesting it, but I fundamentally, I just don't think that's what's going to happen. Does anyone even care about the book at this point? There are some fans, but it's just a very political story, very overtly sexual. There's like an animal orgy scene, like Elphaba and Glinda make out. Like it's much, it's much more implied that the wizard raped um, Elphaba's mother. Like there's some real. Well, I mean, that's a lot of stuff that you really can't cut from the story. I mean, (laughs) without doing without a fatal compromise. (laughs) That's the thing that he's like. (laughs) Oh, we need the animal orgy. Come on. It's like, well, they cut it from the stage show, so. (laughs) Um. Yeah. It's. It's the pol- politics of Munchkinland, which, yeah, that is a big part of the, the book. And it's not good. The book isn't good, guys. I, I, guess I know my... a lot of people like it. But, <laughs> my full thought here is just even if it ends up being good, I'm still going to be disappointed because I'd rather just have one good movie than yeah. two. I Well, the thing, it'll be like It and It Chapter 2, where we everyone kind of liked It Chapter 1, It the first one, and then the second one was just kind of hot garbage. And now yeah, it's neither, like, no one watches either. I just don't quite understand why, like, in It, they didn't just do one movie. <laughs> I almost understood in It, because It is kind of broken up into two distinct sections, in a way. I almost understood that argument. The the problem is that net, the second section is just bad, yes. and that's why the first movie is good and the second movie isn't. But have you watched the first It movie since that second one came out? No, I haven't. No one has, because that second one ruins the first one retroactively, and I think that's the situation we might be in here. Mm. Well... I know that I watched all three of the Hobbit movies. And, you did? Yeah, and I was hugely disappointed, and I just wanted... I was just like, man, if they, this was just one movie, it probably would have been good. I so, gave up after the second one. I'm like, I'm done. This, this is bad. This is a bad experience. So how long do you think each part is going to be? Do you think they're going to be their own like two-ish hour movie? Or do you think they'll give us a tight 90 minutes like Sonic the Hedgehog? Well, that's my real worry. Like movies are kind of expected to be like at least two hours at this point if not more like when was the last time like a big movie came out that was 90 minutes long sonic the hedgehog probably but then the sequel is like two and a half hours uh everything everywhere all at once was like 90 minutes and that felt great sure sure but that wasn't like a no that didn't even get like a full release did it It yeah it it did eventually it did eventually but it didn't at first yeah um so they're saying that they can't fit it all into a two-hour slot which is a lie that like that is a lie fundamentally well yes but they're saying that's what that's the case so does that mean that they have like six hours of material and we're gonna get two three hour movies because uh... if that's the case i might not even want to watch this shit. <laughs> andrew we have to for content oh you know we're gonna fucking watch this we're still doing this show somehow in 2024 movies have just gotten bad what happened to movies you know what movie I watched recently that just reminded me of how good movies used to be? 
uh, The Quick and the Dead, which is a film that was a flop and got bad reviews. And I'm like, no, this movie's fantastic. And they just didn't understand good things when they had it back in the day. I mean, there's still like good movies that come out, but like it feels like big budget, like, you know, triple A type movies or whatever they call them in uh, in the movie scene. Um, they're all just long and bloated and padded and like can we just tell like a story <laughs> you know what movie definitely tried to tell a story but you know what we just decided not to accept it andrew what's Dear that? evan hansen they just wanted to tell a story about a little boy that told a lot of lies okay on the real though yeah dear evan hansen they got to fit in two hours yeah how the how the fuck could you not fit wicked in two hours they got lay miz to fit into a movie that made money yeah you cannot tell me that lay miz has less plot than fucking <laughs> wicked have you seen the book lay miz it's a fucking encyclopedia <laughs> um yes i have i i read it when i was in high school because you know i, I hate the myself. thing is like this fucking big it is it is You're <laughs> and i fit wrong. that in one movie <laughs> wicked is just so important andrew like the good girl becomes bad and then green bad green girl yeah are they gonna sure. cut out all the bush era politics that would be nice. I'm sure they'll just replace them with Trump era politics, but Biden era politics. Whatever. The Oz gas prices are too high because we're at war with Hogwarts. Bruh. <laughs> I I I am just so deeply baffled by this decision. And it's like I don't understand any net positive of this cuz I feel feel like the second one's probably going to get canceled in between or an actor is going to get canceled in between. Or even if they're both good, if I want to watch Wicked, now I have to watch six hours of content. You're right. Okay, that is a good point. If I want to tell my friend how great the musical Wicked is, and the only way I can legally show them a good version of Wicked is going to be a six-hour, two-part fucking event movie? What the hell? It's like, all right, well, I could have showed them like an hour and a half movie. They probably would have enjoyed that. But now they're like, oh, let's make a goddamn event and stay up all fucking night and watching like Lord of the Rings. If you want the musical equivalent of Lord of the Rings, people can't even handle watching The Sound of Music once a year. And that is an intermission. Lord of the Rings, if that came out now, that would have been like nine movies. Yeah. <laughs> they made every single one of the Lord of the Rings books, which are thick books, into one movie. One movie each. So don't say that Lord of the Rings or whatever, oh, they did it. Because each one of those movies is only one book. So, you know... <laughs> And each one of those movies made a lot of money at three hours in length, which is also important to clarify. Three-hour movies make money. Uh, okay, I don't know. This is an annoying one. I don't like this. Um, I feel like there's no good reason for it other than just they think they can sell it twice. Like, they just think, oh, we can sell this movie two times. <laughs> yeah, so. I have I have no answers. I Just confusion. Just overall confusion. Um, Andrew, what would you do if you were the director of the Wicked movie? And the studio comes to you saying... Hey, this is our last musical tentpole we own. The last two we held on to really blew up in our fucking faces. I know what's a good idea. We'll fucking do something that will get a ton of negative press and nobody will be like, will like. That'll really sell this third one that we have. Yeah, it's the last one, I think. It's the last musical they own. Like, because they held on to Cats forever. They got Dear Evan Hansen when the iron was hot. And they've had Wicked forever because they've every time they've gotten a director, they've quit or whatever the fuck. This movie was thought to be cursed for so long, Andrew. Well, apparently they were right because, you know, now it's two movies. Uh, 
Do you know anything about the casting choices that were announced like a couple months ago? No, I don't. It's Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. Okay. And people are like very against Ariana Grande, strangely. Um, I'll when be she... honest, I don't know enough about Ariana Grande to have any opinion. Well, they're like, she's a pop star. And then other people tend to forget she got her start at a fucking Jason Robert Brown musical. And then after that, she was on Nickelodeon doing comedy for 10 years. Like, she has both acting chops and stage chops. And then she also just became super popular. So if there's anyone to do it, it should be fine that it's her. Also, being a pop star and being in Wicked are not like. That's a good thing. That's a net positive. Yeah. Isn't like one of the Wicked songs like literally just a pop song at this point? Yeah, it's popular. I, I, oh, Ariana Grande did a cover of Popular. And yeah. Okay. As long as you can emote while you're singing, I think you're okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. Um, I was actually pretty excited for this movie. And really this dropped my excitement to the, to the fucking down below dinosaur bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. I This is... I, I thought that this could have been good, and now I'm just like, this is just going to be a fucking slog, isn't it? It's going to be, like, padded to shit. And... I, I can't imagine what they could do to the first act to make it longer, or are they just going to create a new second half of the movie? Also, how is how is that first act going to, like, resolve? With Defying Gravity and her running off and everyone, it's going to have Empire Strikes Back and it'll say continued in part two or some shit like that. I can see it right now. Yeah. It, it, it worked once, guys. It literally only worked once. It has never worked again ever since. Also, what if the first part is bad? Yeah. Big <laughs> Are you like the dedicate... first part is bad. Are we gonna have the second part? Is that just gonna be gone? And then we're gonna have half the wicked movie. What if it's like <laughs> Morbius levels bad? Level bad. Where they like so like we got Michael Keaton. We're gonna have him fight Spider Man. The movie's just so terrible, so unwatchable. Like if it's Dear Evan Hansen level of meme quality, terrible. I don't. They might. They're probably gonna film both the movies at the same time, so they might just yeah. put it out anyways. But direct to HBO Max or whatever the fuck, or direct to Peacock. Well. I have no more to say. I've expressed all of my opinions on this. This is a bad decision. That's all I've got. (laughs) What is your guys' thoughts, though? Let us know over on our Twitter page, at Cheesy Musicals. And you know what? Later this week, we got a pretty fun episode coming out. Um, um, Yeah, I think it's going to be a good one. So we'll we'll see you again. You got a little extra. You got a little extra salt on your taco this week. I'm salty, all right. Yeah, um, let's uh, we'll keep you updated on more w- wicked news on this wicked channel. All right, okay. maybe we can get the Sonic thing happening. We'll just everybody hates this so much they don't do it. Honest, that was the thing I wanted to bring up. Like, do you think we could get them to undo this with like enough social media backlash? Because <laughs> I don't want this. Nobody wants this. No one was like, oh boy, great, more wicked. Yeah. All right, Andrew. Andrew's tired. We got to let him go to bed. He got to have his little anger boy nap. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Hopefully they don't, hopefully they don't follow through with this, but I just yeah, don't, I, I don't see how that's happening. Yeah. They, they, they seem pretty excited about this and thought that everyone was going to be real pumped about it, but it's not, it's not how it's looking guys, but you know what? We'll see you next time on musicals with cheese. Bye-bye folks. Bye everybody. No one mourns the wicked. No one. It's time to try to find gravity. I think I'll try to find gravity, and you can pull me down. Can't I make you understand? You're having delusions of grandeur. We're accepting limits. 
someone says they're so Some things I cannot change But till I try I'll never know Too long I've been afraid of Losing love I guess I've lost Well if that's love It comes at much too high a cost Lines in our mind Defying gravity Kiss me Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.